Hello and welcome to Unbiased. I'm your host, Michael Hairston. I greatly appreciate you tuning in today. There are a lot of things vying for your attention and time, yet you chose to spend a few minutes listening to the words of wisdom and experience that I want to share today, and I do not take that for granted. So let's get into today's topic as we talk about things that can help empower your decisions and spark your conversation concerning personal finance. We shared, we shared a lot of good details regarding um, businesses and side hustles and LLC. I, you know, I kind of want to give a little bit of love to the, to the everyday folks, people that are working uh, their normal nine to five jobs. Um, let's, give, let's give them a little love and share a little information for them because, again, working with a CPA, as you said earlier, is just not about being in business or you earning a lot of money. There's a reason, even if you aren't earning a lot of money, why you want to work with a seasoned professional like yourself, uh, who is a CPA and then also a certified financial planner. So let's talk a little bit about someone who's just working a regular job and they might sit back and listen to this conversation and think, hey, I'm not in business. I don't have a side hustle. You know, granted, you know, I might I make decent money by what I'm doing. My tax situation is not really all that complicated. Why do I really need to, to work with a CPA? Um, you, you talked a little bit about the taxes and kind of having someone to uh, who has experience in working with taxes. You know, that's one reason. Um, let me ask you this, as someone who is W-2 working, even though I do my taxes and I see the dollar amount that I have to pay on my taxes, should I be really paying attention to the dollar amount that I have to pay on my taxes or should I be paying attention to my effective tax rate? Like, what's the difference between the effective tax rate and the marginal tax rate? And is that something that I should be paying attention to as I am just a, you know, working a, a nine to five? Yeah, well, that's a great question. Um, so yeah, you, you, you really should, or at least if you hire someone. So you mentioned why would someone whose situation is simple uh, or in their mind simple, you know, hire a CPA to, to do their taxes. Um, one, yes, you do want to pay attention to the effective tax rate and marginal tax rate. And just to a brief explanation of what that is, is that um, so in the U.S., we have a marginal tax rate, which means that there's these different brackets. So maybe on the, the first bracket of income, you don't pay any income tax portion of your income. You pay 10 percent tax. And then on another portion, you pay 12%. And then on another portion, you pay 22%. And then it gets further complicated because depending on the type of income, the tax could, if it's capital gains, that could be zero or 15 or 20%. So it gets uh, very complicated. And what the effective tax rate is, is what that is, is that is when you kind of take the average of all these different tax rates that you know you pay and the effective tax rate is is the the basically the average of that and the reason why that becomes um, important to be aware of is because as you're doing different things or making different decisions uh those can have a different impact you know and then also if you are investing you know depending on what tax bracket you're in, it might be more beneficial to do something this year than next year. You you said, you know, if I'm just working and, you know, my taxes are relatively simple. Well, the thing is, as we grow and mature and we do different things, um, it's simple until it's not, <laughs> you know, so um, 
uh, a lot of times, you know, when you come out of college, that's all you have is W-2. You don't have any dependents and, you know, those things. And, and, and it can be relatively simple. Um, but then, you know, as you grow, you do things, you buy a home. So then you buy a home and then you rent out a room, Airbnb. So, you know, that complicates it. Or you buy a rental property and, you know, then that complicates it. Or even a vacation home. Um, and, and what do you do with that? Or you might inherit something. And um, so th there are so many things throughout life that happen that your tax situation, even though it seems simple, it may seem simple um, at the surface level that it, it gets complicated over time. Um, and a lot of times, you know, some people will think that their situation is simple and then you get a, a, a notice from the IRS on something and then they don't understand, you know, what happened. Um, and and th there's all these things that have a tax impact. And sometimes we don't know um, what that impact is. Uh, knowing that effective tax rate, one, it gives you an idea. You know, a lot of people, and especially nowadays, um, because everything is electronic, we don't actually see cash. Um, a lot of people don't even look at their pay stubs, so they don't even know what that number is that they pay in tax. Um, some people, they think what they pay in tax is just if I have to write a check, that's the tax that I had to pay. Well, that's not true because your employer is taking out money throughout the year to cover that expense. And, and so I think it's, uh, it's eye-opening to see what you're paying in tax. And, and um, you know, so it, you can also, that can help when making other financial decisions. So if you want to invest in, in certain things and, um, and doing some of the more long-term planning, kind of understanding what makes sense as an investment. And then there could be other options even for W-2 people to help lower that, but then, you know, um, one decision might come into play. One reason you might want to know that is, should I contribute to a traditional IRA or a Roth IRA? You know, whatever's more beneficial could depend on um, more than, it, you know, it could depend on the, the tax bracket you're in as to which one is more beneficial for you. Um, and that can change year to year, you know, so one year it might be more beneficial for you to contribute to a traditional and in another year it might be better for a Roth. You know, it might, it just, depends on your situation, you know, what your, your goals are and whatnot. Um, so it does help you um, if you are aware of that information to strategize. And that one is one where definitely if you have an advisor, because there are things that they have worked with or experienced with and, you know, are privy to that could potentially help. And, and some of those things you just, you, you don't know, or you're not aware of, um, because, you know, if you, if you don't have experience with that, then you may not know. Um, so, yeah, I definitely want to pay attention to to both of those because it's definitely not as the, the calculation of tax is a very complicated calculation. Indeed, it is. Um, that's one thing that the government has not made simple at all. <laughs> the complication, it is a very complicated process, but, you know, it, it's it's a complicated process and it's an exercise that of course, none of us like, uh, well, I'm not gonna say none of us, that's probably too strong. A lot of us don't wanna go through, um, mainly because at the end of the day, you'll see a check that you have to pay that you sometimes question like, well, why am I paying this? Like, what benefit do I get from actually doing this? So, you know, um, it, and it is complicated. It's not always easy to, to, to get your arms around, which I'm thankful for, you know, the, the do-it-yourself do models that are out there and thankful to professionals like you to help us all kind of walk through. But what I want to reiterate to everyone is it's just not 
the filing of the taxes and the, even your effective tax rate, knowing what your effective tax rate is, how to maneuver yourself so that you can maximize all the opportunities that are available to you. So with that being said, let me ask you this one thing. Since the tax bracket is marginal um, in terms of this bracket, there's different brackets, but the effective is exactly what you pay when it's all said and done, uh, which is a combination of all these different incomes that you mentioned. You know, working with someone with, like you, how can you help me try to maneuver myself across these various marginal tax brackets. Um, you, I know you, you kind of touched on this a little bit with all the different things in life that take place, but um, just share a little bit more detail with how you would work with somebody who's W-2 and kind of helping them understand the if there is an ability to move from move down or even move up based upon what you do but and what that really looks like. Because Again, if it's brackets, I got to imagine you can move down and then move up. Yeah, you're right. And um, when working with somebody, so basically that's a lot of where the the financial planning piece comes into it. Um, and that kind of takes me back to, you know, at the beginning where we talked about how all of these things are intertwined. You know, so some of it is um, understanding where you are. So, you know, we'll know that, okay, primarily this is coming from your job and your employment but, you know, in the overall financial perspective, where do you stand, you know, and uh, what other things are there out there, you know, uh, do, do you own your home? Is it maybe beneficial to um, refinance, you know, or do something with the mortgage interest that you're paying, you know, where do you stand with relations to sometimes you can strategize charitable giving, you know, if you give to charities, or, you know, if you give to your church, you might tithe. Um, sometimes it might be better to kind of uh, strategize and maybe make a larger donation by the end of the year or possibly postpone it until the, the following year because it might be, make more sense to take the deduction in you know, January versus December. So um, it, sometimes it, so a lot of that is uh, strategizing and, and kind of looking at you know, where, where are you um, and what resources do you want to take advantage of? Sometimes, uh, especially even with W-2 employees, there could be um, benefits offered through their employer that they might not be taking advantage of, like a healthcare spending account or dependent care spending account. And these are things that can help lower that tax liability that they may not have considered. So sometimes it's looking at, okay, what is your whole financial picture? Where do you stand? You know, um, what other things are going on? What are your goals? What, where do you want to put money and how can we do that in a tax advantage way? Um, what other options do you have available to you? So, okay, we know that you're spending X, Y, Z on these things. Is there a different way that you can do that and be able to enjoy a tax advantage from it? Uh, and then also, you know, if you do have a side hustle, you know, how can I make sure that, you know, I'm doing business in a way that, you know, I'm taking advantage of all of the tax advantages that are available to me with married couples, especially in, uh, you know, should I file joint or separate? And, and that can be a little bit more complicated thing um, where, because even if you file separate, it's, you know, who claims the kids or who takes this deduction or that, you know, and, and you can strategize around that. So that might be something if it's a couple and their wage owners that you can look at to be able to, you know, really try and um, navigate that. Sometimes it's more beneficial and sometimes, and that can also change year to year, you know, have some clients in some years, it's more beneficial to be joint and the very next year it could be more beneficial to be uh, married filing separate. 
um, and then go back the next year. Um, so, so those are things that, you know, we would look at and strategize around uh, to try and uh, move down brackets. <laughs> so you don't want to move up brackets, but if you do, it's, it's because you made more money. So it's, you know, it's a, a good bad problem to have. <laughs> and listen, and that's why I, I said moving up and moving down, because, you know, generally when you, and, and obviously both of us, when we're talking to our, talking to clients, the conversation 99.9% .9 of the time regarding taxes is like, how can I move down? <laughs> how can I move down? And, you know, we, we as professionals, and, and I want everyone to understand that moving up is not necessarily a bad thing either, because that means that something went right. And mm -hmm. you got some extra money that you weren't planning on. But just to, to reiterate something that you said earlier in the podcast, and you re reiterated this a couple of times, is that it's a capitalistic society. If you make money, that's a good problem to have. And mm -hmm. just because you make the money, number three, doesn't mean that you've got, you know, that you have to know what that potential tax situation is. It doesn't mean it's going to be a dollar for dollar. You know, if you make a, if you make a million dollars, praise Jesus, thank you, God, you made a million dollars. That doesn't mean that you're going to pay a million dollars in taxes. So because because it's a capitalistic society, we do have a, a tax code that's in place to make sure, you know, obviously the government has what it needs to be able to function and, and go on. So there is a tax liability that you're going to have. And I think the other thing that you said, just to kind of reiterate, too, is that and I, I totally believe this, that tax liability is there. But there are things that you can take advantage of to actually, you know, to 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 try to to whittle that down. But the tax liability is there, ladies and gentlemen, and there's nothing that, that can be done. So the narrative that you're hearing about people who don't pay taxes, they are taking advantage of opportunities that are available to them, given their income level, to minimize their overall tax uh, liability. But those opportunities are available to them based upon their strategy and planning. So, you know, the, the narrative that I don't want to pay any taxes, well, mm -hmm, you know, <laughs> shift your thinking. I mean, so, and I think that's what we're hearing right now from Tanisha, shift your thinking. So just because you made a lot of money and you got a problem and, you, and that's not a, that's, that's not a problem. That's a good problem to have. You, you made money, you might have some taxes that you have to pay along the way. Just reinvest that money to make up, you know, for the taxes that you had, that you had to pay out. So, um, you know, I thank you very much for the information that you shared as it's been a delightful conversation. So, but I will re be remiss before we, uh, let you go is, uh, as you are, uh, now the owner of increase financial and you've started this, which by the way, you've done this during the COVID pandemic people. So during COVID, this lady has done more things, including all these designations, like a lot of these things she's, she's actually uh, acquired during the whole COVID pandemic, but she's also launched her business during COVID, which is a testament to you in making, taking full advantage of everything that's out there. But how do people find you, um, number one, through increased financial? And then two, what if somebody wants to hear more uh, about you know, not just your business, but receive more education? How is the best way for them to connect with you to hear more of some of the great information that you have? Well, they can always find me. So at my, we have a, my website is www.increasefinancialservices.com and increase is spelled without the I. Um, so N-C-R-E-A-S-E financialservices.com. And um, I am also on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, 
and, or you can just Google increased financial services and, uh, and we should come up. The best way right now is to schedule an appointment. We can always do a, uh, a video conference um, or if you're in the central Ohio area, we can meet in person and uh, have a discussion, have a conversation. And uh, there will be more content coming soon so that, you know, I'll put more out there into the universe and, and join these, uh, everybody giving out uh, <laughs> information, but for a more personalized um, approach or, you know, a, a specific a conversation specific to your situation, you can always feel free to reach out. Um, our phone number is area code 614-699-2960. And you can just give us a call and my assistant will um, set up an appointment and we can, uh, we can talk and, and discuss whatever questions or needs that you might have. Well, thank you very much for the information that you shared. Uh, of course, I can continue on talking about a variety of different things for probably the next hour, two hours, but I got a feeling the listeners probably would start to complain. So, I mean, we, and we don't want to overload anybody with a lot of information, but I think what you gave today was very powerful, not just for uh, small business owners, entrepreneurs, but also for uh, individuals who are just, you know, just working their normal nine to five jobs we've covered a lot of different industries too, from real estate to, you know, you name it. So, I mean, there's a lot of detail that you've covered and, and I thank you for sharing the wealth of knowledge uh, and just being uh, a, a true resource. And I'm looking forward to hearing more about how your business is going to grow over the years. And for those who are, who are in need of a, uh, a dynamic CPA, a financial planner, um, I highly encourage you to give her a call, have a conversation with her, because as she stated earlier, our practice is built upon building relationships with people and really providing uh, information that can help empower your thinking and expand your knowledge. So with that being said, thank you very much. And to all of you, we'll catch up with you again soon. Thank you for tuning in today to this episode of Unbiased. I hope today's conversation empowered your decisions and sparked your conversation and maybe even sparked a different thought concerning your personal finances. And I greatly appreciate you again tuning in today. Feel free to reach out to me uh, via social media. My Twitter handle is Hairston, that's H-A-I-R-S-T-O-N underscore Mike. You can also find me on LinkedIn at Michael G. Hairston, MBA, or you can reach out to me via email at Michael at Alpha financial that's one word dot com again that's email is michael at alpha financial dot com thank you very much and i look forward to speaking to you again soon